T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Mandy Bell joins us on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Mandy, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. we got to get behind this Tito State of the Union story. I can never tell whether Zach Mizell is being um, sarcastic on social media or not. Is this a real thing? Was the ramp up to Tito's State of the Union address, was he really that anxious and then chipped a tooth and everything? Oh, yeah. Uh, wrote about it all on MLB.com. It was uh, very comical. Everything that Tito does, and when he starts getting into his storytelling mode, I mean, you know you're in for a treat because it's just as funny as it gets. He he gets nervous for this speech that he gives the team every year. He does it the, the morning of the first full squad workout, and that was Tuesday. And so he was trying to prep for it. He has been writing things down since January, um, trying to get his notes right, trying to get the wording perfect. And so when all the coaches went out to, di- to dinner the night before, he said, no, I'm staying in. I want to perfect this. Apparently he's microwaving pasta. I don't. I don't. I didn't ask any follow-ups there, which I probably should have. The more I think about it, um, but he said the noodles on the bottom didn't cook, so he chipped his tooth on a raw piece of pasta, and then ended up uh, then obviously needing a dentist the the next day after everything was all done. But yeah, then he gets into the office early in the morning, spills coffee all over his notes couldn't get the printer to work then when he was trying to print everything out he was in there at three in the morning because he couldn't sleep he was thinking about it too much so no one was in there to help him figure out the printer he had a heck of a time i uh i think we've all chipped a tooth not even chipped a tooth we just like scuffed a tooth with undercooked pasta and uh it it's it's a special kind of trauma i'm just so i i know that this is something he does every year and it's kind of a it's a, it's a big thing but from year to year how different, you know, is the is Tito's State of the Union, and, and do we know what really the the sole emphasis of this year was? Yeah, unfortunately, we're not in there, and we've all talked about it this week. Like we would kill to be in there because I'm sure it's fantastic, and it would be really enjoyable to be in on. Um, I know talking to some of the players, um, most of the guys were in the room last year, and so they all seem to say that it was very similar. Uh, you you keep the the general basis of it is how to play the game. And Tito always says that's never going to change. The way I feel that we should be playing the game will never change. So that part of the speech is always the same. He just wants to make sure that each year it is catered to the group that's in the room, depending on if they're older, younger, whatever their skill sets are. Um, if they're, you know, last year was they were the heavy underdog and they were ridiculously young. And so um, more of a let's prove people wrong type of attitude. And so, 
um, yeah, each year it's the same. Uh, it's, it's the same general stuff, and then he tweaks it a little bit to fit this team. And so everyone said that it just was last year with a little bit of a twist. It seems like, and so they the big takeaway is that they all want to have the same mentality that they had last year and not take the foot off the pedal. Mandy, I promise I'm going to ask you things about the actual team at some point, but I I can admit I just I just have a soft spot for Tito. He's just I just think he's a I think he is probably the best baseball manager I've ever seen in my lifetime. And that's saying something. We've had some really good managers here. And Mm -hmm. I'm really curious about his future. And I know that, you know, the Guardians have been really guarded about how they kind of frame, you know, Tito and and his health and where this is all going. So I, I guess my question is really is, are the Guardians and Tito really on a year to year basis or is there maybe a a longer-term plan in place, and they just don't necessarily want to talk about it in case the health changes. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, I think it's basically he can have whatever contract he wants. It's more so let's just make sure that he's healthy. Um, they're not trying to do a year-by-year thing to say that they might push him out the door at some point. That's not the point of the year-by-year. The point of the year-by-year is let's not complicate things by locking him into something that's long-term. And if his health gets out of control, like we saw it did the last few years and he can't do it and he needs to step aside, there's not too much to figure out then of how to step out of that contract. So it is not the reflection of what they think of him as a manager. They've made it very clear that he's here as long as he wants to be here. And uh, that's pretty cool. You don't, you don't hear a lot of organizations have that type of relationship with their managers. So yeah, it's all on Tito's timetable and whether he feels like he's up for the job year by year. And uh, I just don't think that there's much to read into whenever it comes down to the whole year by year thing. Mandy Bell of MLB.com on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. So specific to this team, um, a, a fair amount of people are just starting to pay attention to baseball now that you know the NFL is over and we're in the stretch run in the NBA and we got about a month to go before uh, opening day. So, in terms of camp battles, what are the most interesting uh, camp battles or positional roster battles uh, that the Guardians have going this spring? Uh, they're weird. It's not the usual types. It's like the backup catcher is one of the biggest ones, and for their most, that would sound pretty boring. But um, that's that's a big one this spring. Uh, it's probably going to come down to maybe one bullpen spot open from what we're expecting to happen. So that last spot in the bullpen will be one. Um, and then it looks like the rotation is pretty much set. I mean, they have the same five guys coming back as they had last year. Whether that stays the same five all year, that obviously remains to be seen. But for as far as opening day, those are the five. And so I think there's a big thing to look at throughout the spring of, okay, well, where do they go next? If something happens, um, injury-wise to one of these guys. We've seen Savali and Plesak both run into weird injuries the last few years. Um, who's going to get the call next? And so it'll be interesting to look at the next few weeks as the pecking order of who's, who are the guys that can be in AAA? How the heck are you going to have all these starting pitchers um, split up through your minor league system because you can't have everybody? You can't have a 12-man rotation in AAA? Um, so I, I think, uh, we'll learn a lot about the pecking order and, and who could be the next man up if something would go awry in the starting rotation. Manny, you mentioned the starting rotation and there was a lot of, um, that's fan scuttlebutt about guys like Zach Plesak and Aaron Shavali and whether the guardians were going to move on from them and open up a spot 
for a young guy in the rotation or maybe even bring in a veteran who might maybe give you a little bit higher ceiling. So in terms of this offseason, did the Guardians ever come close to moving either Zach Plesak or uh, Aaron Savali in any sort of deal? I know going into the offseason, I was expecting more of Zach Plesak than Savali. Um, I just, it just seemed like it made sense. And um, the thing with them is that they will listen to every single offer for any player. It never seems like anybody's untouchable. And so um, you, can, you can only imagine how many calls they would have made would have made sure that they checked every single thing and every possible move that you, they could have made with him. And it just it wasn't the perfect fit. And so some may have been close, but it seemed like we got the gist whenever they finished up with Josh Bell and Mike Zunino that there wasn't much left to be done. I, we sort of got that vibe whenever they talked about it. They said nothing was off the table, but... It just seemed like this was going to be the five that they st- that they stayed with. We started to get that vibe halfway through the off season, and so I don't know how close something could have been, but they would have listened to everything, and they obviously didn't think any package that they were going to get in return for him was worth it. Mandy, looking to the outfield, um, I'm really intrigued by the four guys that they have out there. Obviously, we all we all know and love Stephen Kwan. Miles Straw mm-hmm. has been the starting center fielder for a minute now. But between Oscar Gonzalez and what he did in the final 100 games of last year and Will Brennan and his kind of upside, is it could we see more of like a, I don't want to say a three-way platoon between center field and right field, or could we see more of a traditional platoon, whether it's in center field or right field, uh, between you know three of those four players? I think it's all going to depend on offense. I'm really just going to come down to offense and what, what these guys are showing. I mean, if this is, if my, last year was the mile straw that the Guardians are going to continue to get, then yeah, they're going to have to start looking for other answers. I mean, it's really nice to have a gold glove center fielder out there. One where Tito will always say, if you know the ball's going to be hit in that area, it's going to be caught. And that's uh, really a nice, reliable thing to have on your team. But this team needs offense, and so if he struggles with the bat the way that he did last year, there's no reason why you shouldn't start mixing Will Brennan in more. Um, and so I, I think it's going to be the three guys, Oscar Gonzalez, Miles Straw, and Stephen Kwan, have earned the right to have that first shot at making sure that they lock down their positions. Once they start to show that those aren't, you know, they aren't the everyday guys, maybe they need to platoon more, maybe they just need to have a lot less playing time and you need to mix in other people. Eventually, George Valera will get into this mix. I mean, you, you're going to have a, a lot of things to balance. If they can't show that they deserve that spot more often than not, then I, I think that they'll have to be moved on from at some point. Mandy, looking at the team kind of big picture, what is, what's the biggest question mark that this team has going into the 2023 season? Uh, I think the biggest question is, can they do it again? I mean, a, what they did last year is really, really difficult to duplicate. They had everything go right. You have 17 guys make their major league debuts, and you were able to lean on all of them. That's really unheard of. You, you had two other teams last year have at least 17 guys make their debuts, and both of them in the Cups and the A's, both of them had losing records. And so um, it's not that easy to have guys – young guys have the success. So can they get through these sophomore campaigns now without having a sophomore slump? Can they get through and really grow from what the foundation that they set last year? I mean, the bar is so high for so many of these guys, it's going to be hard to live up to it. 
Um, and there's going to be a lot of ups and downs. A lot of these guys didn't have the struggles that a lot of young players have to go through. And so how can they respond to those? So I think the biggest question is, can they do this again? Can they go through and figure out not only how to continue to play small ball the way they did and really use that to their advantage, can they mix in guys like Josh Bell and, and bring a little bit more life to this lineup and just figure out how to grow from the foundation that was set? Mandy Bell, MLB.com and the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Uh, breaking down the uh, the Guardians here as, uh, yeah, just about, what, five weeks away from opening day. Last year, Mandy, we were talking names like Bradley Zimmer, Yu Chang, uh, Oscar Mercado, uh, um, Bobby Bradley. Those were guys we all kind of knew. The first half mm -hmm. of the season was, oh, in, in spring training, obviously, were make or break time for those guys and all, all none of those guys are here anymore so what are the guys going into this camp that we're really looking at whether it's on the roster bubble that if they don't make the roster they might not be in the organization or guys that really have half a season to kind of prove themselves uh, to be with this team in the second half and being in a, a featured position in the second half well, I mean, I think we already hit on a couple big ones. I think Aaron Savali and Zach Pleasak have a lot to prove this year. I think it's pretty clear that those are the two guys who, I mean, Savali just was struggling to stay healthy and nothing was really like concerning injuries. It was all fluke things, it seemed like, that kept popping up. So can he avoid those and then get back into what he was um, earlier in his career, being as reliable as he was? And same with Pleasak. I mean, his wasn't as injury-based as Savali's. He was more just sporadic. He wasn't finding the groove that he wanted to get into. Um, we've seen him be really, really good. His 2020 season was, I mean, obviously 2020 was weird, but he was really good his 2020 season. And his rookie year in 19, we saw um, sort of the foundation that we saw with some of these younger guys last year that was being set that he could be really, really good. And so, um, I know he feels like he has a lot to prove. It seems like he has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder attitude going into the season. So I think those two guys are big ones. And I think Miles Straw is another one where you want to see that his back can be what it was in the second half of 2021, whenever the uh, Cleveland traded for him, whenever he came over to Cleveland right away, he was hitting well, he was hitting right around 280 and um, that made them obviously want to uh, ex extend his contract. And so you want to make sure that that, that move wasn't uh, for naught. You want to make sure that he belongs in center field. You have a lot of young outfielders looking for playing time. And if you're going to try to justify that Straw's out there, he's going to need to be hitting. So I think those are the big ones that really have some things to prove. For all the latest out of Goodyear, Arizona, make sure to check her out on Twitter at MandyBell02. Mandy, you are fantastic at what you do. We appreciate the hell out of the time. You gave us a lot of time today, and we appreciate you. Enjoy camp, and uh, soon enough, we're going to see you around the press box. We're going to see you. Real baseball is within five weeks away. Yes, ready for real baseball. Thank you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.